The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to Very Loose Women. Hi, you're listening to Very Loose Women Go to the Movies. I'm Emma. I'm Leonor. And today we're going to talk about Girlhood and Celine Sciamma, the director. Girlhood's out now on DVD and Blu-ray. And that is the third in Celine Sciamma's trilogy, a kind of coming-of-age trilogy. Um, the first one being Water Lilies, the second one is Tomboy, and the last one now is Girlhood. I think we're both like really, really into Celine Sciamma as a yes, director. Tomboy is one of my favorite films. Water Lilies, Tomboy, these are all like, and Girlhood, they're all films that I identify a lot with. And they're really unique in French cinema and they're really beautifully made. They're quite like slow moving and very in depth, but also that she uses untrained actors. And I think that that adds a lot to, to what she's doing. It gives it a kind of freshness and an honesty. I think, yeah, as you'll hear later in our interview with um, the star of Girlhood, um, she kind of mentions being just discovered. So, yeah, definitely like untrained people who she just kind of plucks out and says, that's the kind of person that I want for this film. And it's kind of testament to the greatness of her writing and also of her directing that she's able to do that. That must be a really great set to work on. It sounds like they've built up a kind of relationship of trust that sounds like a very like, collaborative yeah. situation. There's definitely a, definitely an overarching... It's a kind of, I want to say plainness, but it's not plain. It's a very well shot, large blank spaces. Do you know what I mean? It's There's a lot of air in it. Anyway, I think it's very beautiful. More to the point, what did you think of Girlhood when you saw it? I really liked it. I, I kind of felt like I was getting kind of insight into a world, into what it's like growing up in the suburbs of Paris. I thought it was quite like touching. There were a lot of funny moments, quite honest seeming moments. I found it somewhat depressing at points and somewhat like uplifting at other points. I just, I, I guess I just found it like quite natural, mm. quite quite realistic and it's surprising that it came across as so natural and realistic i know those moments you're talking about um there's a bit where she her little sister is just eating pasta and you're just like i totally identify with those moments i know i know i don't know i don't have a little sister but just coming home and having a kind of emptiness but then it's also like very cinematic so there's like a scene the opening scene uh is a what is it what game is that football football sequence and it's almost like dance and some of it you've also just reminded me when you mentioned the pasta i wonder if that's like a a running theme through her films because i do remember there being quite a lot of pasta eating with a little sister and tomboy Mm. so maybe we should try and get in touch with her maybe she's got a little sister (laughs) that she used to often feed pasta to because i do remember that a lot of pasta in uh, blue is a woman's color another french film it's true it's a it's a french trope (laughs) maybe they eat a lot of pasta in france (laughs) we could only conclude that (laughs) but yeah so i think we kind of were discussing as well the idea that there's a kind of progression so like water lilies addresses a lot of things to do with like female sexuality Mm. um tomboy certainly addresses gender and kind of gender identity gender questioning um especially at a young age uh and girlhood maybe is a bit of a combination of the two but also kind of just like finding your place in the world as a woman Mm. possibly is like the kind of main theme of that film and i and it was really subtly done as well because because she starts off wearing uh, she starts off with braided hair that her like his little sister has, and she breaks away from that, and she has very straight hair to be like her friends, and then she breaks away from that, and she wears like more masculine clothes and cuts her hair short, and I feel like uh, the way she presents herself is very tied up to her identity, and also a lot of it I think is about kind of male or like female at least control over what she's doing her brother kind of telling her what to do she's got people all the time telling her what she should be doing and then finally she's kind of like breaking free i mean i don't want to give away too much of the plot Mm. but there's a lot of men in her life who maybe she's 
she's looking for an alternate path from uh we interviewed the the star the, the star film. of the film who is exceptional actually it's, it's really well cast because the um the main character the other characters we don't go in as in depth into their lives yeah, and backstory. they've got an aggressiveness that they present to the world that she starts to present but we know her without that as well um as a character and i, I think that's how you really grow close to her in the film as you get to know her kind of softer side. But I think as well that other characters do show their vulnerability at points, yeah, like the, yeah. the kind of head of the girl gang. Mm. Paris is very different to London because there's a kind of inside, outside. It's called Intramuros, uh, which is for inside, inside the walls of Paris, yeah. literally. And um, it's a very, it's a culture that I really don't like. Um, and it's quite stuffy. And so for me, it was really interesting to find out, you know, one take on, on growing up there and um, the kind of, there's a kind of duality in France between people well, in Paris, in the Paris region, between people who grow up outside and come in on the train and go shopping in that uh, central mall that they d- display in the film, and then people who like try to just who live near that mall and then just try to avoid it because they know that that's where the people come in from the suburbs. And there's definitely a fear there and a clash. Kind of like living like side by side with people that you just have no idea, yeah. no concept of what like their lives are like. Yeah. And also, which happens obviously in London, well, in London especially, nobody cares what people who aren't them, their lives are like. But I still found it like very relatable. And, very, and I feel like all Celine Shammas films are very relatable yeah. and can kind of just like immerse yourself into the story. Yeah, and she, she said elsewhere that... Um, it's a universal story for girlhood. And I think that that really comes across, that, that her story, you know, she's like part part of this culture, this suburbs of Paris that I don't, you know, really, I can't really know anything about. And, you know, she's grown up in a completely different context to me. But I still identified with so many points in her life and so many experiences that she was going through. And I think um, in all of Celine Chiama's films, that's uh, that's one of the really great things about it. So, talking about girlhood specifically, um, here's our interview with the star, Karija Ture. Thanks for listening, and join us in another Very Loose Women at the Movies. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this interview with us. We're both big fans of Sin Shyama, and we really love Girlhood. It's your first starring role? It was my first role and my first movie also. Oh, so congratulations. It was amazing. First, we wanted to ask you, how did you end up in the film? So, how were you discovered? So, it was uh, a wall casting, like we call in French, uh, Casting Sauvage. I was chilling with some friends uh, at an amusement park in Paris yeah. when I met the director of the casting who came uh, see me and told me about the film, the movie, Celine Tiama, and she said that they were looking for someone like me for oh. the first uh, role. So at the beginning, I found it a little bit strange, but uh, she gave me her number and I called her back and then they chose me. What did your friends think at the time? Um, at the beginning, I don't really... I thought it was a little film, like not a big movie. Who yeah. I know it will be playing a cinema, but I don't know it will be this big. So um, I was talking about it to my friend and my family, and they said, be careful. Like they were uh, just normal. And yeah. then when the movie came out and they see all the opportunities that I have and me everywhere we were like oh my god we didn't expect that so that's amazing so it was very very cool D- had you wanted to act before did you want to be in films or anything or act before yeah yeah when i was little it was one of my dreams oh, i amazing. wanted to play in an american movie because i thought uh, i wouldn't have my chance here in france so uh, i w- i wanted to play on harry potter it was uh, a <laughs> right. saga so i wanted to play in it never happened but no problem girlhood is good yeah. but yes it was one of my dreams. I never rocked for, like, I didn't go in theater or play 
just for play and practice. I never, I never do it. And and why did why did you want to go to the states rather than France? Because when we when I were watching a movie, I didn't see like black people, black actresses, okay. and I thought it was difficult to to find a, a place here. And I know that in the United States there is a lot of movie with black people and. Like Girlhood, it was the first, first, first movie with only black girl in in France who came out. So it's quite unusual then in France to have black yeah, people represented exactly. in film. The kind of the story of the characters growing up. How similar is that to your experiences when you were growing up? Do you think? I didn't grow up in a suburb, but I have some cousin or some friends who live in a suburb, and I know it's a little bit like this. After it's it's just a, a movie, so we see a little bit about real life, and it's also a story. But uh, in the beginning, in the movie, when we see the teacher who tell me uh, that you will work, you will not go to school, yeah. and things like this, that's something who happened in my real life. Okay. Or when we are just having shopping with friends and the bodyguards start follow us in the shop, it's something that happened mm. uh, here in France. So I was very happy when Celine put it on the film. Like everybody know about it, and everybody will uh, know it. So you think she kind of managed to capture like a realistic picture of what it what it's like? Yeah, growing up in the yes. yeah, yeah. There is realistic thing. Like this is just details, but there is a lot of real thing. Like I remember when we read the script, we we read it all together, mm-hmm. and she say to us that if something is wrong or if you don't talk like this or if uh, it's too much, just tell me and I will change uh, everything. But everything was perfect at Amazing. the beginning, and every everything was really realistic. So we didn't we didn't change anything. That's great because yeah, I was just going to ask if you had kind of input into the film and the kind of ideas and the events. But it sounds like you had that opportunity, but also that it was well written, so you didn't really need to change much. No, we don't change. No, we change nothing. Like sometimes we had some improvisation, like for the for the funny scene. But we don't really change. Everything was was right on the script. So, what was the best part of filming? I really like when we were having the the fight with Hassa. We oh, yeah. Hassa Sila. We had a, a coach who helped us to to fight. Like we had the choreography in the in the beginning, and we had to do it really slowly and more faster and faster after all the exercise. So it was really funny to do, and also the Rihanna scene, of course, because yeah. all love Rihanna, and <laughs> something that we really do in real life when we are with friends. We put the music like very loud, and we're just singing and dancing. So it was the really good part of it, and it was like we were not like working. It was like very simple to do, and it was really us in the real life. Did you get to choose that song? Uh, no. No, we didn't choose it. Like Celine is a big fan of Rihanna, oh, really? so so and everybody is fan of Rihanna. So when we mm. see that we were singing Diamond, we were like, yeah, Rihanna. <laughs> and when we know that she she see uh, the scene and she really like and she wanted us to, she was uh, okay with with that that we take her song to the in the movie, mm. and she was not requesting any money. We were like, oh my god, Rihanna. Oh my God! Her <laughs> song and and we know it's not everybody. It's not every day that we can take a a song of a, of a good artist like her. She must have really, really loved that scene. Yes, it's a really fun scene. And what do you think was like the hardest part of making the film? At the end of the at the movie, I have to cry. So yeah. it was a really important scene for Celine. So we I have to do it uh, a lot of time. 
So I think it was the most difficult thing to do, like because we were all, always uh, do it, do it, do it again, again, and again. But mm-hmm. uh, it's okay. I really like to to act. In the film, there's a what I found really interesting was a progressively your character wore um, more male clothes uh, or like less feminine, and there's a real interplay between, like in one scene where she wears a dress and then. And then she decides to just wear, you know, like a big jumper and cargo pants. Is that is that something that's just in the character? Is that something that you uh, you do that as well? Uh, I never do that, but I understand the character because sometimes uh, when the girl lives in a suburb, she can't really like go out with a little skirt or a shirt. Like uh, the boy will like yell at her or call her bitch. So it mm-hmm. can be difficult. So that's why sometimes I can see, like, in the subway on the street, you see, like, some girl with big pants, like, then, then anybody would, would uh, look at, at her and nobody was, uh, like, calling yeah. her yeah. or attack her. But when you live in the middle of Paris, you can do everything you want. There is, uh, like, nobody will see you and nobody will judge you. You can, if you want to put a skirt, you could put a skirt. And it's also about maybe the religion, the... Yeah. I mean, the culture and all that stuff and the big brother who don't want uh, yeah. her her friends to see her sister is like mini, mini skirts or things like that. So yeah, it's something that I really understand and it's, really, it's real. It's real. Um, have you thought at all about like what would be next for your character? Like in that film, you know, what do you imagine her story would be after the end? Yeah, for me, she, she, she will find herself because she... She try a lot of different things. She she know what is good for her and what yeah. is bad for her. So for me, I can just imagine the best for her. I will not say that she she I don't know. Maybe she will find a job um, and after go back to her family, give money to her mom and like yeah. only good things. To yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you feel quite close <laughs> to the character. Quite. <laughs> yes. I do think as well when I watch the film, I really enjoyed it, and it's a really powerful scene with. Um, her kind of boyfriend in the film, where he kind of says, oh, we could get married, and she says, no, actually, I don't want that, and that's a really, like, powerful scene for me. I don't know, what did you think of that whole scene? For me, it's that sometimes we see, like, pregnant girls who have to be who have to be married because they are pregnant, and it's about yeah. religion and culture. So I think in the movie, it's the same thing. Like, she lost her virginity, so she has to be married to this man. Yeah. It's a lot of, uh, of things like this, and... When you are, when if if he married her, for him there is not there is it there is not um, any it it will not be bad like, but her she don't want to be like with her boyfriend and married him and just stop living life and just be the girl yeah. who who will have children and and educate them and just stay at home or thing like this. She she wants to go. She see like bigger and bigger so. She's a, she's very strong and it's uh, feminist things also like uh, I'm young I want to I want to I prefer for me like a better life and things like this. Yeah. Children will come after and after when I when I will be. Yeah, definitely. Um, are you still in touch with any of the other actresses in the film? Do you still see them? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So them we we text we we call each mm-hmm. other. So yes. Are you still acting then? Are you? What are you doing at the moment? What projects do you have coming up? Uh, right now, I'm in a shooting. It's uh, it's a French movie about okay. a family who have uh, I don't know the word in the, in English, but you know where you produce wine. 
wine bar. A vineyard. Like the drink. Yeah, yeah a vineyard. Vineyard. Yeah, vineyard. Yeah, yeah, vineyard. It's the so, same. Yeah. Yeah, it's about yeah, it's movie about that and the the director is called Cédric Clapiche. Oh yeah, Nobel Espagnol. Yeah. Uh, wow, mm-hmm. that's really great. Very good. Like it's my third or four days of shooting. Yeah, it's, it's cool. We had a good weather, so we are in Bourgogne. Yeah, it's that's where my mum lives. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. It's been great to talk to you. And um, we'll be getting our copies of Girlhood, which is available now on okay. Blu-ray and DVD. Yeah. So that's great. Thank you so much. And best of luck to you. Thank yeah, good luck. Thank, thank you. you very Thanks. much. Bye. Bye. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Resonance is a not-for-profit broadcast platform and relies on public support. If you like what you've heard, make a secure donation at ResonanceFM.com.